and they work every single thing they use for their goal. That's why the F in Africa is for family. But here in America, we don't do anything for our goals. We do anything for our pleasure. So you got to get out your comfort zone and do something for your goals. I feel like you're right. Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping the 99. Here with another episode, season two, episode three. Hopefully there's more energy in this one than the last like seven. Uh, we got Mr. Shervin Tabrizi here with me, Hello. fellow Walton student. Sir. And a class of a man. We're just talking about how... I like to sleep in class. Yeah, yeah. it's great, great. Yeah. Um, so, Shervin, you're, uh, you're not white. We'll I'm not. You're not no, white. No. You're Persian. Yes, sir. It's, uh, and Turkish, but like mostly yeah, Persian. Per- same yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, Arab. We'll just go okay. with Arab for simplicity. Egyptian. Yeah, for simplicity. Yeah. I'm from Egypt. So we know a lot about uh, being multicultural here in yes, sir as teenagers in America. Mm-hmm. So today we'll, we'll start with talking about, you know, why is that a good thing? Like why is being multicultural such an advantage in modern day society? So what's your answer to that one? Okay. Well, I feel like you just know more. All right. Not just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very broad answer, but You're like smarter, not really smart. I mean, I guess you could say that, but like more like, culturally appropriate on the other side yeah, of the world yeah. and you'll know what you're you know what's going on on the other side of the world i feel like if you're basically just from here which is not a bad thing it's just like it's good to know about your surroundings and like what's going on in like the middle east and what's going on in like asia and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah i think like the advantage that multicultural people have is that they're more in touch with the other half of the world exactly because they have family there or i'm talking mostly about like first, second generation, first, second, third generation. Okay. Like they have family there. They, you know, sometimes you visit, mm-hmm. you go back, you see what it's like. Your parents raise you a certain way. That is, I mean, as you know, probably completely different. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. every region, oh, yeah. it's really weird. Cause like everywhere in the Eastern hemisphere, mm-hmm. other than Europe, mm-hmm. like they, they all are raised the same way. It's kind of oh, funny. Yeah. And it's, it's not like, I think what it does is it builds people who are morally more in tune mm-hmm. with what is actually right and what is actually wrong. Like there's more objection. There's objective right and there's objective wrong. Whereas here in the West, like it's a lot more relative. Okay. Okay. You know, now some people, some people what's right for me might not be right for you. <clears throat> exactly. You know, whereas in reality, what we're both doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. It's, there's an objective truth and objective wrong. And I think that can even stem to, um, the fact that religion is more prevalent yes. in the East versus in the West. Very true. It's a lot more prevalent. And when you center your life around a religion, religious moral like value or belief, mm-hmm. the reason religion holds a very strong place in a lot of in a lot of like you know Eastern people's hearts, so they will follow that yeah. to the T, and that creates that objectiveness. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like the main the main plus is that in the sense that we know more, we know more what we're more confident in what is right and what is wrong yeah so we're able to make decisions more like you know i agree yeah Yeah. but like at the same time it brings a bad connotation towards like the middle east yeah Yeah? so they'll they like call them extremists Mm -hmm. in what they believe in and like they i don't know how to say this exactly but like they've created like a like a a face like every time that like someone talks about the middle east it's something bad Mm-hmm. Or it's something about oil, or it's something about like, there's way more than that, mm-hmm. and like it sucks because like it's there like people in Iran for example right 
they're living in really bad conditions right now, especially with like the the new stuff that's going on. Like, for example, like the, what I'm talking about, the extreme stuff is a hijab. You know what a hijab is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And like they take it to the big extreme, and like they they take away the choice of people to take like not wear it, or if they don't want to mm-hmm. wear, it, or if they do, people do like wearing it, right? And like there was this lady. She was in her early 20s, and she wasn't wearing it fully. She was wearing it still, though. She, you could see a little bit of her hair, and she got beat to death by the, by the officers that were enforcing the law. It's a law to wear it over there, which I feel like is it's a part of their—I think it's a part of the religion that like, yeah, the hijab is, yes, is being yes. worn. But I feel like at some point, like that's a little extreme. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think so that? I'll, say, I'll say this, is that— especially in Islamic-based countries, including Egypt, they are governed by Islamic law, yeah. right? So they're, they're, it's, it's called the Sharia, and they're governed by Islamic law, literally. Like mm-hmm. what the Quran says about this, 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 what Muhammad says about this, this, this. That's what they live by. Yeah. And it's kind of the same way if you look at it. Uh, sure, some of the laws are extreme. I'm not going to say they're not. Some of them are very, very extreme. Um, but I have two points to make about that. The first one is if you look at, for example, Russia mm-hmm. and you have the Brittany Griner situation, okay. something everyone knows about, there's the laws of the country and whether you believe in the laws or not, you have to respect them. Okay. As a foreigner, as someone who lives there, you have to respect the laws. If you want change, you need to come about it in respectful, whatever the way of the system of government is to go through the processes to change the laws. Okay. Now, sometimes the processes are hard and they they don't work, especially specifically when it comes to Islamic countries and their law. Mm-hmm. But you still have to respect it. So, for example, Brittany Griner brought weed into Russia. Sure, it's a small amount, but there is a sentence. Don't you know Russia? This is their punishment for it. Mm-hmm. She got the punishment for it. Yeah. And obviously, people, oh, it's extreme. Oh, it's extreme. Sure, it might be extreme. Whatever your viewpoint on weed or whatever, it might be extreme. However, that's the law. Yeah, you're right. So. I think that's the first point I want to make is sure it might be extreme, but that is what they believe in. And the reason why to them it's not as extreme as to us is because that's what they live in. They live and breathe, especially, especially Islamic countries. Mm -hmm. They live and breathe their religion. I have a point to make on that respect part. So when you're saying you have to respect the law, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you feel like the people enforcing the law also have to respect the people? Yes, I agree 100%. I'm not defending what they did. I'm oh, not no, saying yeah, beating yeah. her up on the street is oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If there's a punishment, she should be tried and whatever whatever the punishment fined for this much. Uh-huh. That's what they should go by. I'm not saying they should beat her up. Well, the, the crazy part about it is like some people have gotten away with it, like not wearing it, and they've just mm-hmm. been told to put it back on. But like she got dealt the bad hand and got very unlucky and got yeah. a very like a very aggressive officer that, yeah, yeah. you know. So. Again, like you have to remember officers are people. They're not robots. They're going to make mistakes. They're not going to, you know, do exactly what's asked of them. But I'm talking about if you look at specifically what the law says, Mm -hmm. right? The law has some, I don't know what the punishment is, has some sort of, let's say it's a hundred dollar fine. Sure. Has some punishment that should be enforced on everyone. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. It should be enforced on anyone no matter because they break the law. They break the law. It's simple. Um, I'm not saying she should have gotten beat. Definitely not agreeing with that. However, I'm saying that like you should respect the country that you're in and the laws that, so for example, if I go to Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and they ask me, um, I have to be careful how I word this. They yeah. ask me like, Hey, like put your cross away. Like don't have it showing out. Okay. Obviously I have a cross on my wrist, so I can't really do that. Anything of course, for this one. Yeah. But, um, 
as respect to their country, I, sh I should put it away. Yeah. However, there's a lot of differing opinions on whether that's denying Christ or not. So I, I don't want to get too involved in that. Mm -hmm. But as, as a rule of thumb, if there's something that something a country says, and it's not that big of an inconvenience, mm -hmm. for example, don't bring weed into this country. Just don't do it. Yeah, it's not it's, necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah. The, the cross, we can argue about that because it's like religious. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, of course. You know. Um, Something as like not not necessary like weed, like you can live. Yeah. Like they or weren't like even don't there eat for certain it. foods. Yeah. Don't eat certain you foods. You can live. You can live you with know, that. Unless you have dietary restrictions, whatever. Well, that's but different. But yeah. About, yeah, for the normal person. So I think that's kind of, you know, when we talk about <clears> other countries and their laws, like sure, we can talk about how some laws are unfair. But we have to respect the culture, respect the religion, respect the, the way of life, you know, because in, in Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Oman, Egypt, Syria, there is no separation between law and uh, between state and religion. Mm -hmm. There's not. It just doesn't it's exist. Not, so yeah. we can't govern their government in that sense. I agree. I agree. Like on the respect part. Yeah. And like how that the country is the way it is and you can't really change that. Mm -hmm. And but like it this goes on to like a different like like I'm just talking Iran specifically because yes, yeah. I know like I yeah, know yeah. what's going on kind of not fully aware but um people are suffering over there mm -hmm. right and it sucks cuz like you want to help them but at the same time it's so hard because like there's so many things against Iran that there's such a bad like connotation it's not the people it's like it's like I don't know what to say, like I don't know how to word this but like it's like the government's putting so many like expectations on the people to follow this, follow that, right? And like, <clears throat> it's hard for people to live over there. And like, yeah, what I basically want to try to say is like, like, and then some people are like, they're taking like our rights away, our hu like our civil rights away, and like, it got to a point where it was so like. It, people were so desperate for like money and like, like food and hu like hunger basically that they're trying to like like start a revolution kind of thing over there. That's why you'll like, I don't know if you've seen it, but like there's like been like protests, not peaceful. Like there's been like, yeah. like, like they've like caught like religious people, like monarchs over there, like on fire and like higher ups over there. Like their statues and stuff like broken down and um, just like causing havoc yeah. over there. And, but they're trying to like get their voice heard by the rest of the world that what like what's going on over there isn't right you know what i'm saying yeah so the thing about from a western perspective the thing about arab countries and persian countries and countries in that area mm -hmm. the people there are live such simpler lives than we do oh yeah such even the higher ups live a simpler life than the average person in america mm -hmm. so i think we need to we need to understand not saying they're dumber that's not what i'm saying at all oh, yeah yeah what i'm saying is they care about things that are so much more you know like simpler like they don't care about the the luxuries as much obviously you can argue about saudi princes but they don't care <laughs> about the luxury that we're talking about the like average people, human yeah. average people they don't care about the luxuries as much and a lot of that you can attribute to religion that's a whole other topic though yeah yeah um but and the, the thing is that there's also this mob mentality and mob mentality is proven to bring out violence. It's nine out of ten times. The mob mentality? Mob. Mob. mob? A oh, mob okay, mentality. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It will bring out violence. So yep. people, for example, look at the Arab Spring in 2013, 2011 through 2013. All these Arab countries, 
you see a group of people in one Arab country starting a massive violent revolt. I think it's, I think it started with Syria. I might be wrong. And it started spreading around, you know, you get to, to Egypt, like, you know, obviously Egypt, like there's, there's violence revolts. People, people want change. People need something different than what they're already getting. Exactly. And so in, in Iran, for example, like these people, they, they don't care about, you know, who they don't care about who's in charge. Mm-hmm. They don't care about economic policy. Exactly. They don't care about foreign. They, a lot, a lot of them don't understand it. Why? Cause they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to sit through and because what's important to them is getting food on the table tomorrow. Exactly. What's important to them is providing for their family. What's important to them is worshiping whatever God they worship. Yeah. Whatever's important to them is what makes them feel like a human. Mm-hmm. And in America, we have the luxury of all those things that make us human are at the snap of our fingers. Oh, yeah. Of course. And we look further and further and further. So when we see all these people, why do they not understand? You know, we're just trying to help them with this, putting this leader in place to get a better economic policy. They don't care about economic policy. All they care about is, do I have money to eat? Do I have money? Do I have water to take a shower? That's all they care about. And like the government now is making it so hard on the people to get that. Like salaries are like, you know how when there's inflation, the salaries go up. Like you get more money, but everything gets more Yeah, expensive, sometimes it's right? not at the same rate. Yeah. Which is what's happening in America right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but like over there, it's so like, like it's so drastic. Like the salary will go down and all the prices of everything will go up. All like the price for food, for water, for like, yeah. like machine, everything. And like it's, that's the main reason of why people can't get, like get food on the table or pay the rents. And that's why people get like so desperate. And, it's due to the fact that like, the government is so like focused on themselves and like their own like kids and stuff. Like they really don't care about the population. Is what I think. And that's the issue with countries that are so unstable like that. Is you have to remember the people who are leading you are also people. Yeah. Right. They have families. They have people to take care for. Mm-hmm. And the issue is is when the is when the wealth gap between the middle class mm-hmm. and the not the high class, the middle class and the low class starts to get extreme. Mm-hmm. The middle class. They still have to live. They still have to make money. They can't just not make money and be fine. Yeah. They have to continue to make money. Mm-hmm. So when the upper middle class, mid middle class starts getting into these positions of power, they need some, they need money. I don't blame them. They need yeah. money. Yeah. So they're trying to get money, trying to get money. And in the end, they push on the poor class, which in turn causes a whole economic, you know, cycle that spirals into just, absolute collapse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they're, from a foreign perspective, Iran can't do anything to help itself right now. Yeah. There's no way. Exactly. Right? There's no way. Yeah. From a foreign perspective, as humans, we need to help humans. Yeah. Right? And I think that is something that we don't understand. And, it's, and this is a very, very, a very big part of this comes to groups like terrorist groups like ISIS, like ISIL, like Al-Qaeda, like the Taliban. Like Those groups radicalize our view of the wet of the, sorry, the, of the Eastern world. Yeah. They take over. And like, even yeah. if we say, Oh not everyone's like that. If you really dig deep into someone and you ask them, what do you really think about these people? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same thing they think about themselves. Oh yeah. And it's, it's honestly really sad to see. And it's like, like, for example, we were talking earlier about like, you know, you sleep in a class, whatever, you know, you don't work at whatever, whatever. Yeah. We're still both humans. I yeah. still respect you in the mm-hmm. same way. I respect myself the same way I respect my sister, my parents. I respect everyone at the same level yeah. because we're all human. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I'll just, I'm going to plug something really quick. Mm-hmm. 
for everyone in the Western world, if you get a chance, you need to go on a mission trip. Whether it's a religious mission, whether it's a medical mission, whether it's just a general mission, somewhere outside of the Western hemisphere. Obviously, there's people that need help in South America, but it's completely different when you travel across the globe and you go to places in Africa. Like I went to Zambia mm -hmm. uh, before, right before high school. Zambia, you know, even Egypt, Iran, Ethiopia, Eritrea. What part of Africa is Zambia? In? It's like South Central-ish. Okay. It's like right in the middle. Like, like next to Congo or something the, like that? No, it's like south of Congo. Okay. It's like right north of South Africa. Oh, okay, okay. Like directly north or a couple... You went as a mission trip or just as a vacation? I or? went as a mission trip. Okay. I went on a mission trip two weeks. I mean, it's life-changing. It really yeah. is. So if you get a chance for anyone, you know, you should go because it really opens your eyes on for three things. Number one, how grateful those people are. Mm -hmm. You will never find more grateful people than the people you meet on those missions. Oh, I agree. They have less than nothing. Like you think about what people in America have as nothing. They are beyond that. They have literally, they don't have shoes. They barely have clothes. They might have food. They might have water, clean water. And they, their smiles never fade. Yeah. When I was in Zambia, I don't think I saw a single person that was not smiling. I just, I really don't think so. I feel like in, in America, like when you were bringing up the point, like everything's in the snap of our finger, right? I feel like we get like brainwashed to the fact that we just forget like the simple things in mm -hmm. life, right? Like nowadays it's like, oh, how many followers does someone have on social media? Like at, if at the end of the day, does that even matter? Like, no. like it's crazy like how different people see lives because of how they're like living, like their conditions in life. Like we like we like sometimes I lose my perspective too. It, like everybody does it. Yeah. We're all human, right? And but like sometimes when I like talk to my family in Iran and they tell us what's going on and like we like I've been to different countries in like in the like Middle East. I've been to Iran, but that was when I was two and four. I don't really remember much. But I went to Turkey not really recent, like five six years ago, and like it's so so much different. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like it's like um. A to Z, like everything's different. The food, the people, and how they act. People are so much like, I feel like people are so much nicer yeah. over there because like they'll see someone from America, they'll like, they respect the fact that you're American. It's kind of mm -hmm. like weird to me. I don't like, like they'll say, oh, he's American. Like he, like he's yeah, more respect. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, that's, that's like every day, like it will run to like, it's, I don't know where I was getting with that, but like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it, it, it's so weird how they see us so high up. Yeah. And it, in reality, we're less human than they are. Yeah, I know? agree. And a really, there's two really good ways to like, like um, humble yourself and really put yourself. Think about the fact there are eight billion people on this planet. You can't even picture in your head a hundred thousand. I guarantee oh, yeah. it. You yeah. can't. No. You can't. A sold out, um, like sold out, like stadiums are like sixty k. 80k and imagine if you had all those people standing shoulder to shoulder they would cover the whole field more than that yeah imagine what 8 billion people would look like that's crazy. crazy 8 billion people i think this is right 8 billion people standing side by no space shoulder to shoulder yeah would cover the entire city of la 
And LA is one of the biggest cities square foot wise in America. That's crazy. The entire, and maybe it might be 7 billion people. The entire, like I'm telling no room to breathe would cover the entire square footage of LA. Wow. And then you think about it another way. You as an individual, Mm -hmm. think about your size compared to this room. Think about your size compared to this whole building. Your size compared to the city of Roswell. Your size compared to the state of Georgia. Your size, you keep going bigger and bigger and bigger to the earth. Mm-hmm. To uh, the solar system. Jeez, I forgot what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. To the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. To the millions of galaxies there are out there. Mm-hmm. And then you think about us to God. God is infinite. Yeah. We don't. We can't even understand that. Like, it's crazy to think that we are so wound up about the little things. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna get here on time. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to do this. Oh man, if I don't do this, I won't be able to do this. Oh, I won't pass this class. Oh, I won't get an A on this test. Some people think that's really important though. Like, I, like, I know. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not important. No, yeah. please stay in school. Do good, get good, get good <laughs> grades. Go to college. Like if you, if that's your goal, I'm, we're going to talk about that <laughs> yeah, later. That, by the that's way. funny you brought that uh, up. <laughs> like do all that. But what I'm saying is it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's not. No. You know, it's definitely not the end of the universe. Like, so I think that's like a good way to put yourself into perspective. And then. When you think about people from other countries, remember they're human, just like how you're human. Mm-hmm. They all have their struggles. They all have their weaknesses. And it's not to say that some people's struggles are more difficult than others, but I'm a firm believer that God only puts you through what you can handle. Okay. So someone like me who is extremely blessed, extremely blessed. I have everything I could ever ask for. I'm born in the church, raised in the church, firm in my faith. I don't have to ever deal with doubting or leaving the church or my family. I have a beautiful family, they have parents that love me, parents that are still together. Like I don't have to worry about divorce. I have all these things. Yeah. I am the weakest one among a lot of my friends. Okay. Because if I was in their place, no way. God only gave me what I can handle. God only gave me the easiest. I have the easiest path through life because I have everything. Whereas people in Zambia, they're the strongest people. Oh, people yeah. in these countries, they're the strongest people. Because you put one of us in their shoes, there's no way. Yeah, they're kidding. God only gives you what you can handle. So all the trials and tribulations that I go through, those people, for them, it's like this. It's mm-hmm. not saying that it, mine is harder or easier. It's just different. But for me, it's hard. For mm-hmm. them, it's hard. Right? For them, if they had mine, it'd be easy. For me, if I had theirs, maybe it might be easy. Maybe I'm more economically savvy. I can figure out a way to make more money. Mm-hmm. But everyone has struggles that are for them, but... The more blessed you are, the weaker you are. That's that's my. I agree. Like everything, yeah. if everything's handed to you, which like, okay, well that's funny I said that because like okay, so I've been through a lot of like situations where like people like like people call me like daddy's money, right? Same. And like yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like I I'm gonna be I would be nothing without my dad, right? And like he buys everything like this and that, this and that, and. I've been through a lot, like, I've, I've been, I've heard that from many different people, but, like, at the same time, like, it's, like, I don't know where I'm, go- like, I'm going to, like, a different topic here, kind of, if that's, that's cool, yeah, cool. like, working, like, working, like, throughout, like, your, like, schooling, working mm-hmm. through school, right, like, I feel like having a job in, like, through school teaches you a lot, a lot oh, more yeah. about the world, 100%. right, 
like you'll see like the different side of people that you haven't seen before like in school people act like accordingly because they kind of have to due to the rules but like when you're outside in the real world it's free reign kind of thing and like i have a job i'm a server mm-hmm. at a persian restaurant at zafron pull up you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so i deal with talking to a lot of different people mm-hmm. right and i feel like that increases your knowledge yeah, 100%. yeah why you think i have a podcast yeah that's that's like the firm way of like talking to people why like you your podcast, job man? is just to talk which is a good thing i yeah. feel like like isaiah like i compare like i'm not going to compare you to anybody but like i feel like when i'm talking to you compared to talking like average joe schmo you're more educated because you know how to talk to people it's a compliment yeah, a, thank yeah. you man Appreciate of course it. but like where i was getting at like to like to wrap up what we were talking about like with the other side of the world and us I feel like, as you said, we are truly, truly blessed and have Mm -hmm. it easy. And I appreciate my life every single day, like you should. And I appreciate that I have a lot of things that people don't. I wish that people could have it at the same time. But like, I, uh, like sometimes I take my life for granted. Sometimes, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish I had this. Everybody does that, right? But like, like, at the end of the day, I appreciate my family and I appreciate the things we have. And like, I feel like pe- like people, people should notice what's going on on the other side of the world instead of like being just trapped in like, like, like in the Western type of like, like they live their, their way of life. But I feel like at the same time, they should like appreciate like what they have compared to what people don't have on the other side. And watch of the world. this segue. <laughs> just like, like something that I've noticed, especially in. At Wall in high school, okay, is people live in their bubble. Oh my god, so much. And this is not a shot at anyone that goes to Walton. This is, I think, high schoolers in America in general. Yeah, but I'm going to specify Walton because Walton is a richer area. Oh yeah, oh, by yeah. far. Oh yeah, you know. So I'm talking high middle class, some high class. Oh yeah, upper class. Sorry, is the mm-hmm. right word. Sorry, upper class families. So this is these are the people we're talking about now. So just so it's very obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people, I'm one, I'm included. Yeah. I'm not I'm included. So I'm not gonna not include myself. Very in people's like everyone's always in their own bubble. Everyone is like, my life, this needs to happen. This, 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 this. If yeah. this guy doesn't talk to me, if this girl doesn't answer my Snapchat, if <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna get heated here, okay? If, if I don't get invited to this party, if I don't go to this football game, and I'm and Felipe came on here and he said this. He said, like, for, I, I don't go to football games, so I don't know. Uh-huh. I've never been to one, which is really weird. I've never been I to haven't been game. to one this year at all. I, I really want to go, but I haven't I, been to one. You haven't been to one. Okay, okay, okay. But what I've heard is apparently people, not, no one specific, <laughs> will sit there, take pictures, and just not watch the game. What oh is the God. point I swear. of going to the football game if you're not going to watch the football game? <laughs> right? What is the point of going to a Braves game if you're not going to watch? The Braves game. What is the point? Anyways, so my point is like, what's the point of going to the, like, obviously I don't go to parties. So I don't know, but what, like, kind of want to get into this topic of people at Walton. I need to stop saying at Walton. People. In high school. In, yeah. in high school live their lives so selfishly. I agree. So selfishly. And I think th- there's a lot of reasons why. I think the first reason why is we're told when we go into high school Live it. You only have these four years and then college is the same thing. So this kind of applies to high school and college. A little mm-hmm. bit more high school though. Live it. You have your four years. You'll never get these back. Just live it how you want. Oh, Do I've whatever that, you yeah. want. Oh, yeah. Just do it how, whatever you want and however you want. 
mindset has got to be the biggest way to get yourself in the most trouble physically possible. You're giving people who are aged 14 to 18 freedom, freedom. I have a whole different, (laughs) I've heard some stories. Real freedom is not anyways, freedom to do whatever they want. Yeah. You have kids. The drinking age is 21, right? If you're 18, you're three years under that age. That's a pretty big gap. If you're 14 and you're drinking, that's seven years. That's one, that's one half of your past life away from drinking. And I never understand what the point of getting drunk is. That's a different story. I'm, I'm getting really off topic right now. Sorry. <laughs> um, but like, you know, people just want to live to satisfy themselves. Yeah. And I think that honestly goes back to like what we said about like not knowing the side of the world. I, I remember when I was in this mission in Africa, one of the, one of the people there told me, you know, in Africa, there's an F for family. In America, there's a me and an I for me and I. Wow. And I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Dang. And it's so true. People in Africa, they don't live for themselves. No. They live for their, their children, their parents, their friends, their community. Yeah, the people around them. Yeah. Literally, it's you, people in Africa, in Egypt, everywhere, except for the Western world, no people a mile down the road. I'm telling you, I can't name half my neighbors. Yeah, I mean either. I I only know one of our neighbors' families, and the only reason why I know them very well is because I dog sit for them sometimes. If that wasn't like you wouldn't know any of them, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know my the dude that lives maybe two steps away from me. Yeah, I don't know either people on either side of my house. Wow, or in front, I don't know anyone. Yeah, that's that. So it goes back to this like selfish lifestyle where it's like you know. I'm going to live for me. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what makes me happy. And you don't think about anyone else. Yeah. And I think that's, that's honestly a really big, big, big issue with society. And it, it clashes with so many things like seniority. Um, like a lot of issues we have, like, you know, kids not respecting elders. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the, sorry, the charity crisis right now. People are donating less and less every single year. Yeah. Why would you not donate? Anyways. Um, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you want to donate, sorry, I have to plug something really quick. Okay. If you want to donate, uh, St. Mark American Coptic Orthodox Church is currently trying to build a new building. Link to uh, donate is down below. I'm currently racing the rest of the high schoolers um, to 8K by myself, which is a really bad idea. But if you'd <laughs> like to help me beat the rest of the high schoolers to 8K, please feel free to donate down below. Thank you very much. Anyways, um, <laughs> your sister kind of helped you to. there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have you to, Shervin. No, don't. No, you got to do it. You got to do it. No, um, yeah, no, no. That's amazing. Like, yeah, I, yeah. So, again, go back to this like selfish thing. Like, I feel like people. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say Walton. It's easier that way. People at Walton are so selfish. I feel like you're right. You're right. But like at the same time, not everyone. Sorry. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like everybody is selfish. But at the same time, you gotta think about. We don't know what's going on in their life. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know what's going on in anyone's life. Yeah, no, no. I know. I'm. You're not. I'm not saying you're yeah. assuming that, but like, I'm saying like, some people might be to themselves and might care about themselves because of past experiences. Like, yeah. they've opened up to people, mm-hmm. and people have just taken advantage of that. I hate that. Yeah. I hate people. Like- I feel like why would you ever do that to someone? I feel like that's a, such, such a cruel thing. Like someone will open up to you. Someone will help you. Someone will get you through a hard time. And then when they need you the most. You're just not there. I, that's definitely a Walton thing to do. Dude. And I hear my issue with that is right. Like, again, it goes back to like, everyone's a human being. Yeah. 
Like I'm not a self-service center. Hey, you want to come tell me about something? That's not who I am. Not specifically me, but like, that's not who people are. We're humans. Like I help you, you help me. Yeah. Right. And it's not in a transactional way. I'm helping you not expecting anything in return. Yeah. But at the same time, there's like that as a human, Mm -hmm. it should be the same. It's not that I'm helping you and I'm expecting something in return and you should help me specifically. As humans, we should help everyone and everyone around us to the capacity we can without hurting ourselves. Which means in the end, you will end up, I will end up helping you at some point and you will end up helping me at some point. Yeah. Regardless, whether that's 10 years, 20 years, 30, whatever it is. Whenever the most, you, whenever you need it. Like, exactly. You know whatever yeah. capacity it is, whatever. At some point, there is a reciprocation of that love. Mm-hmm. Right? Love goes one way. There's a reciprocation. Right? And I think at Walton, there's a bit that's a, missing a lot because a lot of people love to take advantage of each other. And for various reasons, for academic reasons, mm-hmm. for social reasons. Mm-hmm. For those are like probably the two main ones. Yeah, I would say like emotional slash mental, but it kind of falls under social kind of. But mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, like as as someone who loves talking, oh, yeah, right, loves mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. I talk to tons of people all the time. It's basically all I do. Yeah. It's been the biggest complaint by my teacher since I've walked into school. <laughs> like, and it, it sucks when you tell someone you open up to someone and they're just like. Take it, go. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm blessed to have great friends, right? Yeah, Um, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody, everybody (laughs) should have. Like, I feel like that's a a very important thing. I have a point to make about friends. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yes, you have a family that's solidified. Oh yeah, they're always gonna have your back. Yes, but I feel like it's so great to have. I'm not saying have like 30, 40 friends. This is my point. Yeah, exactly. Like. It you doesn't need matter. Two or three exactly. good friends. That's it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm yeah. really lucky that in, in church, right, we've all grown up to, with each other. I have a group of twenty people that I would consider siblings. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Really good friends. And I, I'm so lucky to have twenty people like that. But really, you only need and even of those twenty, there's only two or three or four that I like really talk to. Yeah. Like dated like every day, like like it's like a two way open conversation, like yeah. always like helping each other out. And I think all you need in life is two or three really good friends, about 10 to 15 acquaintances. And that's it. You don't need anyone else. No, you're right. You're you know? very true. Like, like friends will help you with things that like, sometimes you're not very comfortable. Like, like in like situations where you're not, like, you should be comfortable telling your family and your parents. Like, that's what I'm trying to get yeah. into everything. But like things that like that happening in school, especially I feel like having a good like solid like circle or a trio or whatever whatever you like how many people you have but a solid group of friends can get you through a lot yeah yeah and it's the best when it's like a five-way connection not like you with one person then you with another person you with another person like the it's whole like, it's group everyone, is yeah. to, like on the same wavelength exactly. and know what's going on you know what i'm saying yeah that's true yeah and true. i think at walton what that turns into i'm, I'm using walton as an example just yeah that's what yeah that's yeah. fine what it turns into is it turns into clicks okay and then it turns into competitive clicks. Clicks as in like... Clicks as in like groups. Oh, okay, like okay, groups. okay. And it's something I've seen, bro. I've seen, especially in, in females, um, <coughs> especially, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, boys just kind of get over stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, it's not a stereotype. It's I feel like true. that's like a known fact. Everybody yeah, knows. It's like, yeah. Whatever. And it's like, you'll see two groups of, let's say, like seven. Yeah. Just be at each other. <laughs> just go at each other. And then 
something something will change. Some guy will get thrown in the mix or some other girl will get thrown in the mix. And all of a sudden, the whole two groups Just drama mix up, mix drama, up, mix yeah. up, mix up, and it's two separate groups. Yeah. Or two mixes of the two groups. And then those two talking bad about the people in the other group, people in the other group, oh, and then dude, you get like a third so, group. In. It's and just too much sometimes. It, and what that does is it creates the selfish nature. Okay. And it creates this, you know, I'm going to go to parties so I can get drunk and look cool. Yeah. I'm going to go to football games so I can take pictures and look cool. <laughs> I'm going to... And I've never, never, never understood why you would willingly go to a party knowing that there are people there that are not there for your well-being and then drinking yourself into a state where you can't control yourself 100%. Anything less than 100% means you can't control yourself, okay? Yeah. You can't control yourself when you're not even supposed to be doing it, probably behind your parents' back. Yeah. And... You're gonna you're gonna be mad when something wrong happens. Yeah, no, I never got it. There's like an expectation of like, oh, I'm just gonna have fun. No, you're not. You're going to a place where guys want to take advantage. Or I'm sorry, wow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Guys, some guys are just like that. Uh -huh. Some guys just all they want is sex, and I have a completely different. Opinion that's on that. a crazy. That's like a. That's a whole. Different, that's a whole other like, yeah. topic. We talk. We could be here for for hours. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of guys, that's all they want. That's all they're gonna. That's all they're there for. And. I just don't you understand yourself, that at the same time. I don't get that. Yeah. I'm not defending that. But no. what I'm saying is if you know that's there, why put yourself in that situation and then get mad or embarrassed or something happens and this doesn't work, whatever, when you know that's what you're putting yourself into. Okay, on the topic of parties, right? Throwing away all the drinking and other substances, right? Just like the party itself. I've never been, so you're gonna have to so really. The, yeah, I got you. Like the people, <laughs> the people in the party. Te like technically, when you're going to a party, you should know mostly who's there, right? Like, oh yeah. I never I understood know, of like I never understood like someone being like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the party, but like I only know two people there. So how does that like I get like yeah, the, the social factor, go meet new people, but at the same time, party is not a place to meet new people. Okay, I hate this. Oh, I'm 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 making business connections. No, you're not. No, you no no business connections. Hell, uh, no, you're not. No. Heck no. <laughs> like like parties are not a place. If you want to socialize with someone when you're sober and you're at school or you're in a public place, go walk up to someone, mm -hmm. say hey, this is my name. What's your name? Yeah, and you start a conversation with them. I've met tons of people. I've never been to a party. I've always been sober. Like. And I can still meet people. I can still have friends. So most of the, yeah, so, the most of people that I've like that I'm great friends with now, I've just met in class. Really, yeah. You don't meet them in parties. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I don't like I, like the, the what I meant by like socializing in parties is like I mean like people that you already know. Yeah, and like people that you're already there very a, familiar with. There is a positive social yeah, aspect, yeah, yeah. of course, to parties. I'm not saying you know, but when parties start getting mixed with substances, with alcohol, yeah. with sex. It like gets what out of hand sometimes. My, my question is the real re you might say, Oh, I'm going to socialize. You're not going there to socialize. You're not, you're not, you're just lying to yourself. You're going there to either drink, have sex or do stuff you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Right. That's why you're going. The social parts in a plus you can be social without going to parties. You can go hang. And honestly, I'll, I'll, I'm, I don't know, but I'm going to assume that hanging out with your friends, going, having a fun time, doing stupid stuff outside is 120 more times of being stuck in a stinky basement with tons of people drinking alcohol. 
Dude, it's crazy. There's no it's way very that's different. fun. There's a, it's very different. Yeah, of course. It's not like I would consider fun, you know, going out, you know, going to Avalon, messing with random people, being asking active, them stupid like questions, like, yeah. being active, going playing tennis, ultimate frisbee, yeah. football, yeah. soccer, basketball. That stuff is fun. Playing video games, even. It's just generally more healthy for you. Uh, yeah, the same time. And, it's, and it's more fun. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, I, I like, yeah, that's on that topic. Yeah. I like, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like you say, like socializing is not like you're saying you don't agree with like people's like not socializing at parties. What you said? No, I'm saying people don't go to parties to socialize. They're just lying about it. Okay. They make up that excuse. They're saying, oh, "I'm going to socialize." You're not going to socialize. You're going to go drink. You're going to have sex. You're going to have do hard crack. Well, I feel <laughs> like I I don't know if I agree with that fully. I don't okay. know if I agree with that fully. Okay. I feel like some like I feel like there's a good amount of people that go to parties just to hang out with their friends. If your main goal was to hang out to, with friends, would you choose to go to a party and hang out with them, or you choose to do something else? What? Well, I feel like, oh, man, I don't know. Obviously, I've never been to a party. It's hard. It's hard, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, what I do more is go out and be active with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like tonight, like there's no party going on. We're just going like as a group of uh, six people. We're going to go watch a movie. I feel like that that's fun. And everybody's yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, you're not and like drunk. no one, yeah, no one's, <laughs> no one's like, no one's getting, no, there's no chance of getting in trouble. Well, it depends well, on what you're doing. True. I feel like, <laughs> you it definitely get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, it depends on what you're doing. But I feel like you doing that is way better than like, like all the stupid shit that you can and, be doing. And here's party. the thing that is wrong with, al- there's a reason why the legal age to drink alcohol is 21 and older. It's like the brain. Yeah. Not, right? not even like the, the, the medical. Oh, okay. Okay. Physical. Okay. Yeah. You're like, you're already stupid enough as a teenager. Yeah. You already do dumb enough things sober. Mm, I agree. How much more dumb things are you going to do when you're, you know, almost blackout drunk and you're... Have no control of yourself. You have no control yeah. and you're in a basement with bodies upon bodies. I agree. And there's so many things that can go wrong. Oh, yeah. And then you go out, oh, I'm going to drive home. No, no, no. See, what are you talking that about? has got to be the stupidest, like most obnoxious, most ridiculous... Obnoxious, like... Bro, it's I just, never understand that. It's so like you're actually trying to die. Outlandishly, to die. like stupid <laughs> and selfish. 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 I feel like you don't care about anyone else. Yeah, like bro, you're on the road, and there's it's not just you on that and road. Here's, here's I'm also gonna say, doing substances. Okay, I'm nothing against alcoholics, people who are drug addicts. They are struggling and they need help. Yeah, but drinking. And and cigarettes and cigars and weed and all that stuff, crack all that, is the most selfish thing to do. And here's why: a lot of times people drink or smoke or whatever to relieve themselves of their current state. Yes. Okay. I'm not talking about social drinking. We already know what I know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're drinking it not to a point where you get drunk, this is not applicable, really. Okay. I'm talking about drinking to a point where you're drunk. Or smoking to a point where you're high. I really don't know how much you have to smoke. Anyways. Um, you're, doing, you're doing that for two reasons. Number one, you're either running away from your problems, which is selfish. Yeah. Okay? Face your problems. Man up. Or w- just grow up. Just, just deal, yeah, yeah, okay. deal with what you have to deal with. Yeah. You know, procrastination is not the right way. The second thing that is wrong with doing these things, these extracurriculars, as I like to call them, to and sex is included in that mm-hmm. to push away whatever the issue with that is that like the reason why it's selfish is that you don't care about the people around you when you're drunk 
you have no capacity to care about people around you. So therefore you can't care about the people around you. When you're high, you definitely are not in the capacity to think about people around you. So you can't think about people around you. When you're just having sex like it's a physical toy and just going around sleeping with 20, 30 girls and you're that. in high school. Yeah, that's, crazy. that's not... Like, you, you, don't, you do not care about the person in front of you that you're having sex with. You cannot convince me that you care. You, honestly, if you're in high school and you've, even if it's one person, you still can't convince me, but we can argue about that. When it, come, when it passes two, you don't care about the person in front of you. You don't. There is no. Are you just talking about high school? Like in I, high school? Like I'm in life about in general? Before marriage. Okay. If it's more than two, you can't convince me. If it's in between zero and two, we can have a conversation. More than two, you can't convince me that you love the person in front of you. There's no way. Like truly love them. Truly love okay, them. Okay, okay, okay. Because now I'm getting out. Okay. Sex is a manifestation of the purest and most intimate form of love. I agree. Okay. Yeah. My opinion and the opinion of the church, sex only belongs in marriage. Completely different topic. But we can, that's why I said we can have a conversation about zero to two, but past two, you're just doing it because whatever, whatever reason it is. And so if you're doing it to get over someone else, really I don't stupid idea. That. I don't. Or you're doing it to run away from your problems, or you're doing it as just a, a way to just, you know, kind of get your emotions out. That's not what sex is for, first off. And that is so selfish because you are you have to require someone else to do it. You have to require someone else to do it. And so you've now completely, you know, ignored the person in front of you, made a complete self-defense decision to have sex. The same thing goes for masturbation. It is a completely selfish form of sex. It is only you and for only you. And that's a completely different story. But, uh, sorry, I'm really off topic today. No, no, I'm, I'm kind of heated I'm, too. I'm like, I'm like listening. Yeah, I, yeah, I enjoy yeah, yeah. like this is. I enjoy listening to what you have to say. Yeah. Thank you, man. But yeah, and so it's just like, why would you do that? You know? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with um, like some things that like, for example, like going back to like the drinking and driving. Most selfish thing, in my opinion, that you could yeah. do because you're putting other people in harm, and, and you're putting yourself in harm. Yeah, but like. You, I feel like people, like, I feel like the, like the, the alcohol takes away from yourself. Like you don't really care. Like you're just, you're, you don't really think about what you're doing at that point when you're Yeah. And a lot of people see that as a positive. If you can't, someone told me on this podcast that I should smoke weed and do the podcast because I'd be more open. If I can't sit here sober and talk on a podcast, there is no need for me to have a podcast. Sorry, Joe Rogan, but there's no need for me to have a podcast. If I can't sit here. Joe Rogan's a big kind of... And talk about myself or talk about my opinions and be firm and confident in who I am. This goes back to like being Eastern, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why why am I up here talking? let Let me tell you. Let me tell you. People have... People make their own decisions, right? I'm not making decisions for anyone. I'm saying no, no. I like, agree. I understand. Yeah. I understand. I, just, I have to say that for yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. There. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people do what they do. There's, there's like, I, I, like you say there's not a reason to like drink. You say there's not a reason, like an applicable reason to drink or smoke or whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. Drink to the point of getting drunk. Smoke to the smoke in general. Okay. And then sex before marriage. So I feel like people. I don't know, like, like to like, I don't know what to think. Like, I feel like people do it because everyone else does it. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. You think that people are just I like, oh, well, let me just start drinking because like. I 100% believe 
mm. that people drink because other people around them drink. And I'll give you statistics to prove it. Okay. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Okay, yeah. I yeah. can tell what type of people you're around based on you. You okay. can tell what people I'm around based on me. Of course. So if everyone around you, and this is something Felipe said actually on the podcast, if everyone around you oh, yeah, I heard, is I said this one, yeah. determined, rich, you will become determined. Determined rich. rich, yeah. If everyone around you drinks, you will drink. If everyone around you has sex all the time, you will. You will. Over time, it'll okay. slowly weave its way into you. And I can tell you a personal example when it comes to cursing. I used to never curse. How, you, how many years ago was this? I was in like 10th grade before I started okay. cursing. Okay, okay. And around 10th grade, this is when COVID happened, I started to spend less time with my church friends. I started to spend a lot more time school friends, with yeah. school friends. Mm -hmm. And over time, I hear them curse, whatever. I just wouldn't do it, whatever. But over time, it slowly made its way into my vocabulary to a point now where I do it almost without thinking. And it's something I'm trying to reverse, and it's actually way harder to reverse. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so hard. But it's that same thing where I would have never done that. Sure, cursing is not as, ba as bad as those other things, but to me, that was, like, the worst thing I've ever done. Okay, let me, let me say something you know? real quick. Let me say something. So you're saying you being around it will eventually get you to do it. Yeah. Okay. Like one bad apple will spoil good apples. Okay, let me, let me tell you. I've been in situations at parties, right? Or I'm like not anywhere. saying I'm not isolating situations. I'm saying over time. Let's say you spend one year okay. with people that yeah. bring girls over all the time and are smoking and drinking. After one year, you you might start to think about it. Okay. Some things, some things will take longer. Obviously having sex with 48 girls might take longer <laughs> than cursing. Obviously. Yeah. Let me, but let me you say know? something real quick. But if, if someone is truly mm -hmm. dead set on not like, like practicing abstinence or yeah. not drinking, not smoking, not doing any like stupid substances, right? They'll, they can, they are strong enough as a human to not do it is my, that opinion. is the biggest fallacy of all time. Saying that I am strong enough to do this. What do you mean by fallacy? So, also, I'll say the same thing. For me, cursing was something I never dreamt of doing. I was like, there's no way in the world that I will do this. There is no way. I put it at that level of sex and all that. I put, I put it at that level. Okay. You know, obviously, it didn't work. But saying that you are strong enough and then putting yourself in a situation over and over again. It goes back to this party thing. I'm strong enough. I'm not going to... I'm not going to get, you know, drunk. I'm not going to let these girl, these guys do this to me. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm a strong, independent woman. I'm not going to let that happen. Okay. I'm not mocking any woman, but I'm just saying. The first party might not happen. Second one might not happen. Third time, you might dabble a little bit with alcohol. Fourth time, you might, you know, get a little tipsy. Fifth time, oh, you might start flirting with this guy, get a little bit more tipsy. Sixth time, you're probably going to start getting a little bit drunk. Maybe start really getting things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Over time. It builds up is what you're saying. It will slowly build up it you know maybe i was wrong when i said are you strong are you christian no okay. see let me well, like, i'm gonna use uh, yeah. i'm gonna use a christian example real yeah, quick yeah, but yeah, yeah. so you know the devil is smarter than all of us and this is very apparent um when he tempted jesus three times uh because he used the bible's own words against jesus and jesus obviously responded whatever okay the, satan's not he's not retarded okay the devil's smart he knows what he's doing yeah he's not if you see a boulder coming at you, you're going to run out of the way of the boulder. But a lot of times you're not going to see a landslide. It slowly builds up, slowly yeah, builds up, right. and then all of a sudden, 
comes crashing down. Yeah, you're right. So in the same way, we the like, it's something that you know, uh, it's in it's in a book called The Sayings of the Desert Fathers, uh, which is a Orthodox book, and it's about one of the sayings is, "Don't focus on the big sins, but be wary of the little." Was it the little, uh, like turtle? It, it wasn't, or like be wary of the little sins. The actual words was like an analogy to something else, but I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. So obviously. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to have, like, I'm, I don't have to worry about, like me personally, I don't have to worry about not having sex. I'm not going to. But what I need to be worried about is the little, you know, sexual activities, the small ones that lead to that. Yeah. You know, it's so, I don't have to worry about getting blackout drunk. I'm never going to get, I'm not going to get blackout drunk like this. Not the first time I drink, I'm going to do that. But I got to worry about that one sip of alcohol, that one beer, which is why my parents don't drink at all. Not because they can't control themselves from getting drunk, but they don't even want to put themselves in that situation the same way why i don't go to parties why don't i go to parties it's a personal decision why don't i go you could go but you don't i yeah. could i don't go why don't i go because i don't want to put, put myself yourself, yeah. in that situation yeah, yeah. to where it could if i go to one party i'm not gonna do anything there's yeah, no way so yeah but if i go to 10 i might if i go to 100 i'll definitely be doing all that stuff do you think like personally you do you think you would anyone okay anyone oh you're, you're talking general okay this is general including me anyone okay. you know you can look at you know, monks in the desert, right? They, they, they are so they are so keen, so keen on making sure they don't do the small things. If you ever go to like a like an Orthodox mon or a Christian monastery in general, you'll see the monks like they will they will repent over literally. I'm not even joking. They will repent over being too loud in the monastery, talking too loudly. I've heard that before. Like, uh, like they will the, yeah. they will do something called a matanya. They will repent because they were too loud. They will repent because they scolded someone. You see, you think, you, imagine how foreign that is. If I scolded you right now, it's like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to go repent. Why? Because they don't want the pride to get to them. You know how crazy that is? They don't want the pride to get to them. They stop the sin at its seed okay. before it can become a full-blown tree. Right? Trees don't just get dropped out of the sky. They yeah. start as a seed and they grow. They grow. Yeah. The same way our habits happen. It takes 21 days to develop a habit. It takes you know, 21 times to develop whatever. The same way, I'm not going to go to that first party because I don't want that seed to be planted. You don't want to start like something. I don't want know. that seed to be planted just in case it gets watered. Yeah. I don't even want that seed there. Yeah, you're right. In the same way, you know, for good habits, I want that seed. I want many seeds. I want as much water. I want as much sunlight. So it could grow as fast as you know? can. Yeah. Like, why do I go to church Anytime I can. I was here this morning. We didn't right. have school. Came to church. Yeah. Why do I go Wednesdays, Fridays, whenever I can, Saturdays, Sundays? Why? Because I want yeah. that tree to be as strong as possible. Yeah. I, yeah. So that just in case if those little weeds come about, they can't take over my tree. Mm-hmm. My tree will stand firm. Whereas if I had a little sapling, you know, a little weed would kill it right, right there. Yeah. Somebody could take it over. Easily. So that's, I think that's, 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 that's why this idea of I'm too, I'm strong enough to stop myself from doing this is such, it, you're lying to yourself, you know? Now that I think about it, now that you, <laughs> maybe, maybe I should like not say that. Maybe I was wrong. See, no, okay, man. cause like, I feel like I've, I've told myself. I used myself, to be like that. I used to be like, no, I'm strong enough. Yeah. yeah I feel like I've like told myself. Okay, this is kind of getting, you know what, sure, why not? I'm going to say something personal, why not? That's good. So, weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. I've dealt with being overweight for a long time in my life. Started when I was like 10, probably. 
and I've been made fun of. I've been like told. I've been this. I've been yeah. that. And I've been helped too, right? Mm-hmm. Like during the pandemic, I was at my peak. Like I was kind of like because I was like not going out. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to parties. Wasn't doing stupid shit. Wasn't. Um, oops. It's okay. Sorry. sorry. I wasn't do. Wasn't eating like bad food. I was eating like home cooked meals, right? And I was, I was losing weight. I was, uh, I, I was kind of happy with uh, like the way I was, right? I was really happy. I'm not saying I'm not happy now. I'm not at yeah, all. Yeah. But like, I feel like I wish I had that back, right? I wish I had that mentality. Like, I would always like wake up and like after like the online like so i was like okay motivation stands in, like different ways. i wasn't really motivated to like click on the computer screen and go to class but i was motivated to like help myself right mm-hmm. like covid all the classes were easy as you knew right like you would go in well easy for me it was hard really i struggle with focusing completely i didn't take notes and have my classes oh, okay okay yeah, yeah so yeah. i struggled but okay. anyways continue yeah well from like what i've heard let me say like that people it was a breeze it was a breeze yeah Yeah. people would like play cod while like in social studies or something right i was one of them like (laughs) i was grinding cod while i should have been listening to the lessons but you know but i feel like now like the habit thing like Mm -hmm. when you're going back to it and like what were we saying what what were we saying right right before i started saying this what were we saying saying like you're strong enough strong enough yeah there you go like now like Every time I try, try and losing weight, like, I'm going to say, yeah, I want to do this. I'm going to go. I'm going to stop, like, eating junk food. I'm going to, like, go to the gym, shit, stuff like that, right? I feel like, like, I should have, like, not, like, what I said was wrong. Like, I, like, I'm, sometimes I don't feel like I'm strong enough. Like, I, like, all my friends will. I mean, will you aren't. Yeah. I, like, I'll like, go. Like, hate to break it to you. No, no, I know. I know. You're right. You're right. I'll go and, like, we'll go, we'll, me and my friends will go out to dinner. And I'm like, oh, I'll choose something healthy this time. But no, 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 no. It never happens every time. Happens, and it sucks. Like, yeah. but like, I feel like if I put myself in a situation where I can focus on myself more, yeah. you'll get it done. So yeah, so that's that's the opposite side to it. You can build good habits. Yeah, and good habits are for every reason twenty times harder to build than bad habits. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself in good situations in 2022 in America oh, it's very is hard. impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's near impossible. Yeah. So something like Felipe said, you want to you want to slim down, you want to get strong, you want to eat healthy. Yeah. Surround yourself with people that want to do the are, same thing. Who are slim, strong, oh, and eat well. People, surround yourself with people who are already there. Yeah. For example, when I started this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I was a good speaker but not the level I am now and I will mm-hmm. obviously continue to get better. I've always hated talking to adults until I started a podcast. Really? Because now that I have a pod, I, I would, but I just hated doing it. Now that I have a podcast, I appreciate the art of talking, the art of, you know, listening. And the best way to grow yourself is reading and surrounding yourself with people who are in that space and listening to. So surrounding yourself is not just people. It's what you listen to. It's what you, you know. Everything you put into your five senses, that's what you surround yourself with. So if you want to lose, we're going to use the lose weight example. You want to lose weight, surround yourself with people that, have, that are already at what you want, what you want in a person. Surround yourself with those people. Be open with them, obviously. Yeah. Surround yourself with, you know, listening to things that will, that talk about weight loss, whatever, you know, you know help use those people to help motivate you to go to these places, put yourself in a situation, build your schedule, 
make yourself organized. Do what those people would do. You think people that look like that just go about their day, Obviously, wake up or whatever. No, no. No. They, they have, have like a whole every routine. Every single yeah. thing planned to the minute. Every single meal planned to the gram. So you want to be like that. You want to, you want to be, you want to look like them. You got to be like them. Yeah. You know, you want to, you want to, um, like for example, like someone like for me who wants, who's doing a podcast, I want to be like, you know, Logan Paul's doing his podcast, Joe Rogan doing his podcast. I want to be like them in the podcast. I got to work like them outside mm-hmm. and it's the same way. So if I want to be spiritually sound at church, I got to work like it. I got to show up to church. I got to read the Bible. I got to actually pray. I got to actually learn you know, the hymnology, I have to learn theology, I have to do these things, you know, you think people, think all these people who are spiritually sound, you think, you think I just woke up like this? No, no, put in the work, Yeah. you know, and these people, they put in the work, so it's, it's the same thing where it's like, again, it goes back to the selfish mentality, we have the selfish mentality that everything will be handed to us, mm-hmm. and we never go out and seek it, until know? one time you do, Until and then you you'll do. realize exactly. that it's way different than what exactly. you think. Yeah. When you ask questions, you get answers. People love helping people when they get asked. You should help people in general, but people love helping people when they get asked. So ask. Yeah, you I know? know. That's my thing. You know, like, okay, back to the tennis thing, like when we were yeah. talking, right? That's why, like, I started playing tennis. Like, I feel like it was, I saw my friends playing it, right? And like it started with my Wheeler friends, and I like 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 brought it to like I was I didn't start it with my like start a trend or anything. I was just like, hey, we should go play tennis, yeah, yeah. and and then it became like a weekly thing, you know. And going back to the weight loss and everything, I feel like the biggest way and the best way to like help yourself like be active is doing something that you like. Oh yeah, yeah. In general, if you want to improve yourself in any way, do it in a way you like. You like, yeah. You know, you know, and that's like, not saying it'll be easy. No. But but it'll be better. Exactly. It'll, it'll it'll help your process go by smoother. I feel like if I get my cardio done playing tennis, I would million times rather playing two hours of tennis than running for thirty minutes. F- running for thirty minutes, it's yeah. like yeah, it's more time consuming. But I enjoy what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's be honest, who like true like I like, there's people, but like when you ask the like the like the average person, like seventy percent, yeah, of people like, don't like, like running. yeah, like bro, like do. Do you want to go out and run a mile? Like, like, uh, why would I do that? And the thing like, is, like, running a mile is like fifteen minutes at max, like fifteen minutes, ten minutes, whatever. Yeah, but it's still like you know. And I would so much rather go play basketball. Yeah, for an hour and a half, exactly. play tennis for two hours than do that. Wow, she's the weird thirty percent that likes to run. Oh, she likes to run. Yeah. Well, I feel like okay. Well, still, people like running. <laughs> it, it's a sport, like yeah, track, yeah, 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 track, yeah. I mean, and stuff people, like that. Yeah. Obviously, but it, it's getting to the point. They like running. They're gonna run. Yeah. You know, you like tennis, you're going to play tennis. Mm-hmm. You know, you do stuff that you like that will help you to achieve your goals. Yeah, I feel like that's like not just like, I feel like that's like with so much things. In everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For example, I wanted to learn and I wanted to talk, um, like learn how to talk professionally. That's why you started a podcast. Start a podcast. Yeah. You know, and now that I started a podcast, it's, it's kind of switched. Now I want to have a, now I want this podcast to grow so I start talking professionally. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of reciprocating, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to, like really pursue my passion in like theology and in Christology and all that. So I go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I read books that support me. I go ask questions. I have debates with people, conversations with people. I listen to music that's purely church music. Okay. I've been over this, you yeah. know? So it's just, you know, you do what leads you to your goals. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. I feel like, yeah, I agree hundred percent. And I think if you do that, you will find a way that's less selfish 
and you will, and it's the same thing that like you think about the people, I'm just connecting this all back. You think yeah. about the people in the Eastern world, they do everything for their goals. Their goals are just not as complex as ours. Their goals, their goals are, like are food, food on the table, water, give me support my water, family, yeah. support my family. Those are their goals. And they work every single thing they use for their goal. That's why the F in Africa's family. But here in America, we don't do anything for our goals. We do anything for our pleasure. So you got to get out of your comfort zone and do something for your goals. I feel like you're right. 100%. And that's, that's all I think, right? Yeah. That's great. We'd wrap it up, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was amazing. That was pretty good. You that did that good. perfectly, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, wow. Oh, man. How long was that? Uh, I think like an hour and a half. Really? Or maybe just an hour because we started kind of. Hour 20? It's been an hour? I'm telling you, time flies on the podcast. Hour 15. That's kind of crazy. I feel like, like, since I didn't think I was even here for an hour, like, in general, since I parked my car, I was like, there's no way. But that's crazy. You've been here for, like, an hour 30. Wow. Yeah. It's been Keep It 99. Thank you guys for watching. If you liked it, subscribe, like, share, comment. That's all, really. That was um, fun. That was fun. Have a good day, guys. God bless. See ya. Peace out.